We are back, season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Chris, and along with me are two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change throughout episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content every single episode. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all the breweries and beers that we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we're pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. Yeah, I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And I'm going to today, I'm, I'm confused. Is it mm-hmm. Pat? Patrick or Patrice? Or Patty. Oh, Patrice. I oh, like Patty, that. yes. Maybe Patty. Yes. I, I believe he prefers Pat. All right, ah, Patrice. You're short for me. Okay. <laughs> We've done this one before. Yeah. <laughs> yes, haven't we? Uh, all right. Well, along with Pat, in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Nine Poets, which is a contract brewery. Uh, I think the first contract brewery that we've we've done. That is still that is still a contract yes. brewery at this point. Yes. Right. Yes. Because yes. something in the water was a contract yes. brewery, and then they had a, a their own out. location. Peel Street was another contract yeah. brewery yeah. that has their location, etc. So maybe there'll be a trend here. Nine points might uh, follow up. There you go. Uh, yeah. So we're having two beers, much like we do. Uh, we'll get into maybe some of the uniqueness of this episode a little bit later on. But the first one is Buzzer Beater, which is a pilsner, uh, and the second is their Hazy Mariner, which is a hazy pale ale. And to finish up the episode, we're going to discuss our Valentine's Day traditions. All right. So we're going to take everyone back uh, with a little, you know, story, a little backstory here. Uh, 40 years ago, we're going all the way back 40 years ago. There were, <laughs> can we go all the way back 40 years ago? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about something that happened 40 yeah, okay. years ago. How about yeah. in the past tense? Yeah. Yes. This happened. <laughs> yes, it did happen. Uh, there were two families. Okay. They moved into homes that were four doors apart on Cool Ridge Drive. A friendship was immediately be- born between the five-year-old boys in those two homes. The neighborhood streets... Nine of them, named after famed historic poets, would see the boys grow up closer over the years. Now, after spending countless hours playing road hockey and tennis. Yes. I played a lot of road hockey myself. Not the tennis. Yeah. The I, tennis. I didn't really play Or like mini tennis. sticks. I wonder if it was mini sticks. Oh, yeah. yeah that, I that mean, time. Uh, yeah. No, everyone did, right? You could play road hockey any time of the year. I don't even know if you need to bring it inside. It's no, true. you don't. Well, I believe inside it's called ball hockey. Anyway. Well, I was talking about the mini sticks. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can play that in any uh, uh, weather yeah. or uh, indoors, outdoors, etc. And they attended everything from swimming lessons to birthday parties. The boys grew up and moved away. Mm. So sad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, uh, yeah. Fate would actually bring these guys uh, back together, though. Oh, not sad anymore. Not yeah, sad. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> the clouds came in, the sun came out. Uh, yeah, and so uh, the uh, Coleridge Drive would become the inspiration of the Nine Poets uh, for their first ever beer, which was and is the Hazy Mariner. Um, so this maiden voyage uh, for Nine Poets drew its name from Samuel Coleridge's uh, most famous poem, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. 
Uh, I can confirm I've not read that poem. No, me neither. Uh, yeah. oh, we should put it. We should have put it on here. Yeah, we should have read it out. Remember the we, time you read In Flanders Fields? We could just read the poem. Yeah, we could have each took a little uh, stanza there. Well, yeah, just, a little bit. Who, who knows who, how long it is? It could be a haiku. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all right. That's that's the end. Still not short enough for five to read. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk a little bit about this this contract, Burry. Then, um, I guess interesting is uh, has anybody been? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just gonna say. Uh, obviously, you know, oftentimes we talk about what the brewery looks like and if we've been there and that sort of thing. Obviously, can't do that. Um, they, there's nowhere to go. Um, but they do actually brew out of, uh, a brewery that we've featured before, uh, Paris beer company in Paris, Ontario. And, uh, Brett and Tyler, I believe you guys, uh, took a little trip to Paris one day and, uh, and met up with Mike, uh, yeah. How did that little detour? Yeah, so yeah. I was uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, two, maybe three weeks ago, and people would have seen it on our, our social media. Mm. Yeah, it was that day. Let's just say, it was that day that you saw myself and Tyler be at Paris? That was the day we picked up the beers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Great job, Brett. <laughs> so it was good. It was good. We uh, we went there and uh, we met up. You want you want to talk a little bit about that, yeah. Brett? So, so the actually the, the funny part uh, before on the uh, the drive, um, Tyler won the. Uh, the award of driving that day and on on the drive um he thought it was four poets he was getting his roman numerals really mixed up oh, okay. well, which this doesn't happen very often yeah but so tyler sager was confused yeah well the thing was is i didn't i didn't look at any of their information right yeah so we didn't i didn't have anything so i was like i don't know if it's four or or if it's nine so we went right. through it but then i was also thinking about the neighborhood too and trying to figure out what geographic area that was that there would have been the nine poet names. And I think it is still a bit spread out. I don't think it's it's street off, street off, street. No. I don't I, think I don't know. I don't think so. Because that it's was just Pat's job to pull up the map. Apple maps, whatever. Whatever you got. But yeah, so I, I didn't know if it was if it was four or nine. And then we we had that discussion and Brett was going back and forth. So we we We, we figured it out. We we had yeah, it all sorted it. out before we got there. A number of poets. Yes. This is correct. Uh, so we get there. Uh, Mike was a little bit earlier than us. I think uh, he said he was going to be there around 1230. And we said, you know, due to me kind of, uh, you know, being behind that we were going to be there at one. Yeah. Um, so he had to quickly get on the run. But uh, Tyler and him met up outside. Uh, well, yeah. And, for, there, for, and there was an exchange of beers. There was an exchange of beers. Like people do in a parking lot. Yeah, naturally. Uh, especially what, a parking lot of a brewery. Yes. So what did I do during this time? What I did don't you know. Do? What did you do? Well, what, probably what you do best. Which is what? Go to the washroom. <laughs> I do that very well, actually. Yeah, Thank you. Know. you. But um, no, I decided to look at uh, the Paris Beer Co. menu and order myself a flight. Yeah. And did I you order one in advance for Tyler? Well, I didn't want to. No. I didn't want to speak for him. No. I wasn't like, yeah, got, should I give him a, a flight and then kind of just pick for him? No. That would have been cute. person. It would have been. He can figure it out. Listen, it would have been the perfect Valentine's early day gift. Yeah. yeah it's true. It's you could have done that. And you have my own tap, so you know what I've drank. This is accurate. Yeah, yeah. You, you but I don't. I don't know it. what. I don't know what you like. Sometimes. Yeah, I think out of the four, we got one that was the same. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. And in all fairness, I mean, it doesn't matter what we like. We, yeah, we, we try. It was fine. We try everything. Yeah, we try it, it all. Yeah. But yeah. Let's go ahead. Yeah. So I was just gonna say. So while you're consuming um, some beverages, I met out there with with Mike, and we did uh, the the exchange. 
Uh, conversation was short because he had to get going. I don't want to say he was blaming his wife, but he was blaming his wife. Um, I actually thought I was talking to Brett for yeah, a Yeah, I was going to say, that's a Brett move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he, uh, he was blaming his wife that he had to get going, which was, which was fine. Um, but I almost feel like I did a disservice to you guys having this conversation because Mike was really actually interested in the podcast and how we became, you know, the podcast and, and the backstory to us. And I'm like telling him all about that. I'm like, oh, wait a second here. I should be asking you questions <laughs> about what uh, the aspirations look like. I and don't know if you know this, but sometimes when Tyler gets on a tangent, he goes he for goes a little bit. He goes and goes. Yeah. I go on a tangent, I go for a little bit. Chris, yeah. you kind of just stop it at a certain point. The, the difference I, I know is, my tangent level. <laughs> the difference is, is my tangent is at least on the right path. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, at least I'm, it was related. I'm sticking yes. to the same topic. So we had this conversation, which was good. We got in the conversation about uh, about Buzzer Beater. And I don't know, maybe I could tell when we're having the beer, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that. probably a good yeah, idea. Yeah, so let's do that. Um, but I ultimately asked, like, what what's the goal here? Like, what's what's the five-year look like, right? Um, because... They only have two beers. They only have two, and we're having both of them. It's true. That's going to be a hundred percent of the beers they've made. Yeah, which is the first today. Which is the first time on Craft Beer Connoisseurs Podcast that we're going to have all the beers, um, which is exciting. Very. That is true. But and also uh, exciting. I said, what's a five-year outlook look like here? Like, what are, what are we talking? Um, ultimately, uh, the goal is always to open up a brewery. That's that's kind of what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but time, money doesn't really kind of, um, allow that sometimes. For sure. So we'll see where it kind of goes. Um, I think they've got, uh, you know, a, a decent kind of foundation, something to build off of. Um, these two beers are a little bit kind of, um, opposite of what I would see as their like main kind of logo or their like what their image is. Yeah. Yeah. People will see that with, with our photos on Instagram of the cans. Yeah. 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 So just kind of, you know, getting a foothold of, of what their identity is going to look like. I think it's going to be kind of the next step and just be really important to them. So, well, and it must be pretty difficult for them being a contract brewery, brewing out of Paris, obviously Paris is going to prioritize their beers to brew first and you kind of get second dibs of when you're going to be brewing. Um, so obviously to have a, your own location, you have your own brew schedule, yeah, uh, it's one makes of those, it a lot easier. It's one of those things you're probably brewing at 4 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. Yep. You know, you just, well, you just get the, the, the schedule when you can get sneaking yep. in, right? <laughs> and so that's what we, we talked about that uh, in the brief conversation was just like you're beholden to where you're brewing. Yep. Um, but yet you still have to meet your targets because y- you have beers in the LCBO, beer yeah. in the LCBO, whatever yes. that looks like. So because of that, you still have to meet a quota for them. Um, so yeah, your, your brewing schedule is all over the place. I am interested to see what that looks like because Mike has said that he has made some really good beers that we've had from other breweries, not necessarily here in Ontario, but he's, he's made some very similar ones. Um, and if he got close to that, like I'd say that that's a pretty good achievement to, uh, especially some of them that he he was, he was rhyming off. So yes, indeed. Uh, so you just mentioned about the LCBOs. Um, we're going to skip over the part in terms of, you know, beers on tap because you know, they have two beers. Um, we'll skip over that part. But in terms of where to find the, the hazy Mariner, because that's the beer in the LCBOs, uh, you can also find it in restaurants in Kitchener, Waterloo and Toronto, along with grocery stores like Loblaws, Fortino's, Freshco and Sobeys across Ontario. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, no hours guys. Because they have no physical location. Or they're available online 24-7. <laughs> or they're not because... <laughs> they, I, meant, I meant to like follow them on Instagram and their messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But they also don't deliver. Um, 
because you can get them at I think probably almost L- every LCBO. Like I see them all the yeah. time. Yeah. And and actually, um, I haven't had either of their two beers, uh, so this will be my first one. But I actually, Hazy Mariner is one of those ones where I was like. Feel like I've had this because right. I see it all the time, but uh, no, nope, never, never reached that hand right or left doesn't matter. Right to, to grab it and put it in the cart. No, never. No. Apparently, well, you were just waiting for today. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's I, what I it just, was. I just knew. knew that that we would have the this opportunity yeah. to be coming. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, should yeah. we do that? Yeah. Should we get under the beers. Uh, yeah, but first, you know, we as always, we're going to link to their information on our social media. All right, so a big thank you. Uh, we already mentioned Mike, but also another thank you to Melissa, Scott, and again, Mike at Nine Poets. I'm almost starting to think that we're we're going to have 100% of their beers. Yeah. I think we almost got 100% of their staff. I, yeah, that's <laughs> a good call. Like, I, I think so. I, I don't know. There, there might be a fourth. There could be. We have not interacted with that person though if there is a fourth <laughs> um so yes of course they provided the beers on today's episode uh definitely a team effort by them uh and so the first beer we're gonna have today is actually their buzzer beater which is a pilsner comes in at 5.5 percent abv and 25 ibus uh yes so this beer um supposedly is uh crisp and subtle biscuit notes uh, mild carbonation with a dry, refreshing finish. Yes. Um, so I'm going to uh, talk about the can art here first. And then right. actually read what's on the can. So uh, this beer features Jack Armstrong. Anybody know who Jack Armstrong is? Uh, the guy who made Armstrong cheese. No. His last name is Armstrong. Uh, but he, <laughs> he is the Toronto Raptors longtime color uh, commentator. Get uh, that garbage out yeah. of here. Hello! Yeah. Uh, on the can. Uh, so it's good. it actually gives a... a no offense to uh, producer Pat here, but a way better description of the beer and why Jack Armstrong is on itself. Yeah. So it is a clear, crisp pilsner in a classic Czech style and uses only Ontario grown hops. This highly, this is Tyler's favorite word, quaffable. Pills will go to your beer. I do like <laughs> a good be your go to beer. beer for watching the game or just relaxing on the patio. We're very proud to be teammates on this beer with the voice of basketball in Canada for the last 25 years and fellow craft beer lover, Jack mm-hmm. Armstrong. Yeah. Now, we should have him on the podcast. We should, right? Yeah. yeah. We should try, try to get him on. Yeah. So Jack is a modern-day poet. And obviously, if you listen to any of the Raptors games, he does uh, come up with some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe his singing voice, not so much, but that's all right. No. <laughs> uh, but he tries. <laughs> he does try. That's why he'd fit on this podcast. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Every Christmas time, he's singing, Happy Holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, every time. He, I believe he has like a... Um, uh, because he's very Irish. He's like a St. Patrick's yeah. Day album or something like that. He's really? <laughs> pretty sure you can find it on Spotify. Anyway, so he's a modern-day poet, so it was a natural fit for the Nine Poets team. His iconic voice is universally recognizable. Ours is catchphrases, Hello, get that garbage out of here, and bonjour. I didn't realize he was French, but there you go. That's that's with the Chris Boucher when he has a yeah. block show. I'll be like, bonjour. I wouldn't know. He hasn't played that much this year. Yeah, I know. Anyway, <laughs> we think that just like his color oh, commentary, <laughs> just like his co- color commentary, any occasion will be elevated by adding this buzzer beater pilsner to the experience. We hope that you enjoy this clear, crisp, subtle biscuit notes and mild carbonation with a dry, refreshing finish as much as we do. There, there you go. go. I'm great, done reading now. Great, great job. Great job. But did you talk about really the, the can art at all? <laughs> no. I mean, it is literally Jack Armstrong's face with a mic in front of it with a basketball that says Pilsner, not Spalding on it. Oh, going into good the pickup. Yeah, yeah, see? Huh? Not just yeah. another pretty face here, Chris. 
You're still I'm talking not about that Jack, either. You're still talking about Jack Armstrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a good can art. I mean, a nice high quality image on there, right? Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have like the super fan in the back. <laughs> oh, like that, yeah. yeah. yeah just just chilling in the back. He's in, he's in their third beer. Not, it might be. Yeah, maybe. I was Available say. all high end days in, down, in the GTA. Yeah. Maybe he's not a craft beer lover. So, maybe never not. know. You're right. Darn shame. All right. Well, uh, as always on Untapped, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs and on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons. The overall rating for this buzzer beater is 3.90 out of 5 with only 7 check-ins. Uh, none of those have been 5 out of 5s and none of our friends have had this beer. So we're the first of our friends. Look at us. Which is a darn shame because we know that Mike is on Untapped. Yes. He's not our friend. No, and he has checked this in. Yep. Uh, if you've, heard, we if get you've it. heard of that for 35 seconds ago, it's untapped. You can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, at Craft Beer Cons. Yeah. No, on yeah. Instagram. Oh, no. Con- okay. Okay. Oh, okay. You guys got this. Yes. But uh, yeah, it's a darn shame. But I mean, love was in there yesterday, and I guess love is all lost. So, um, you guys want to drink this? Yeah, I want to taste it. Oh, too bad. You're going to have to smell it once we open it first and uh, talk about its color. Uh, so grab your can and grab your glass and let's open her up. See, that's got to be on a can someday. No. You know? Just Jack, like Armstrong Jack Armstrong loves that sound, yeah. You know, Jack Armstrong would love a let's open it up. Maybe, maybe that's why he's got to yell out one of these times after a three. I mean, he could also have Matt Devlin do it. That's true. Yeah, right? he could. I mean, yeah. uh, I do think it is a disservice, and I understand the whole thing, but um, Jack Armstrong greater than Alvin Williams. That's, I'm just going to say that. Yeah, they're yeah, also yeah. on different networks. Yeah. Well, I understand that, yeah. but that's, yeah. I'm just going to say, as in terms of the 41 games that TSN does and the 41 games that Sportsnet do, yeah. I watch, end up watching more on the TSN ones because I like Jack Armstrong's commentary. Yeah, okay. me too. Matt Devlin? Decent, just not at baseball. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, not good no, at baseball. No. Yeah. Tough times. Tough yes. times. <laughs> he he he's used to talking a lot, um, which does not necessarily lend itself well. Yeah. Sometimes to, you gotta to let the baseball. sounds of the game come to you. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, we are drinking this beer out of a pine glass today. So as always, make sure to use your proper glassware. Wow, so beautiful. Brett, what are you smelling? What are you seeing, buddy? Uh, it definitely smells like a Czech pilsner for sure. It's definitely get that. T- you know. It's, already have that bitterness earthiness to it in terms of the nose I'm not saying my nostrils are fly- firing on all cylinders today but that's what i'm getting so far you know what <laughs> every episode we get something that's not firing all cylinders but today for you it's the nostrils <laughs> what are you guys getting your reading was great though Look at yeah, that. Hey, hey. yeah that was really good. i can read not smell yeah today um yeah, I'm getting that uh, the biscuity. I'm getting uh, some some bready notes on yeah, it. Yeah, bready notes. Um, like you mentioned, the biscuit not overpowering. It's uh, it's a little subtle. Uh, and this is maybe a little bit. Well, I I mean, I guess it's the, it's the the right color for a Czech pilsner. It's kind of like a copper, a little lighter than copper. Yes, um, a light copper, but still pretty translucent. Yeah, nice. It, it's it's clear. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we we can we can see through it. There's there's some yeah. good uh, carbonation in it. I'm interested to see what this looks like uh, on the palate for sure. And uh, all three of us poured with some pretty decent head, which has gone away pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. Well, a little bit a we, little bit of fluffy top, but yes, we yeah. should. We, we yes, should, we, we should. should taste it. Right. Do you want to taste it? Yes. Jack Armstrong would tell me to taste this beer, so I'm going to. You would. You right. you go ahead. Yeah. You taste it. Tell us what you think about it. 
See, you got to fill the time there, Chris. We'll, we'll, we'll see if his, his taste buds are firing. That's on usually all where they cut away to like Kian Erson. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, over to somebody else. It's yeah. Yeah. Over to somebody else. <laughs> Someone else say something interesting. Pretty much. Uh, so I'm going to tell you something interesting. Um, this beer, actually very good for a Czech Pills to start off. Um, it is crisp. It's clean. It does have that biscuity note. Um, a little bit, little bit bitter, which is expected. But uh, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm happy with it so far. Yeah, Chris, you want to add? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely crisp, which you would expect from a pilsner. Um, you know, I'm I'm getting again that that bready biscuity note is coming through as well on the taste, like it was on the nose. Um, lots of carbonation, which is nice. Uh, definitely, they you know they mentioned quaffable. Uh, I could definitely quaff a couple of these. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I don't know a true definition of quaffable. I don't know if that's the right use of the term. Um, Quaffable is the smell. No, quaffable is like crushable. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Producer Pat's on it. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. You break the tie. Yeah. I think uh, to quaff something is to to smell the beer. It's got to be a good smelling beer. Well, Pat's Pat's typing here. Um, It means drinkable. Easy and enjoyable to drink. Suitable for being quaffed. Use especially of wine that is simple and pleasant to drink. So is this beer p- simple and pleasant to drink? I don't know. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> they, what am I thinking then? It's I, not just wafting it. There's it, something I else. think you're thinking of wafting. I'm not thinking yes. of wafting. There, there's a scientific term for it too, I swear. I'm pretty sure it's called wafting. Yeah. Wafting, I think, is a layman's term. pretty sure you this one. I think wafting is a layman's term. I'm going to find something. You you just wait. If anybody's going to find something, it will be you. We'll find yeah. something from like, I don't know, early Germanic times or something that will lend itself to my there's argument. There's probably a poem. On it, probably. Oh, probably. probably. Well, um, what are you getting out of it, Tyler? Yeah, uh, I think it's very quaffable. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I just think it's pretty quaffable beer. You know, right? Like rad. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah, like no cap, no cap, no. Serious uh, <laughs> up. Yeah, um, yeah, biscuity. I'm getting kind of like straw-like too with it, uh, crispy. I, yeah. um, for sure. Like I think you guys have, have described it yeah. pretty good. Um, I am getting the dryness on the back end too. So like I, I am getting that kind of like the dry piece. Yeah, kind of brings you back for more, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't really have too many complaints with this. This is easy drinking, um, a nice beer. And I wonder, um, you know, with them brewing at Paris and a Czech Pilsner would be something. And I think we had a Czech Pilsner yes, from Paris sure. when we did yeah. their episode. Yes. I wonder if they got any kind of brewing tips or anything like that from Paris on on doing a Czech Pilsner. Okay. The one thing, like, as, as I've mentioned before, Czech Pilsners, um, there's a couple in my mind that I'm thinking that there's, it's good going down all of a sudden that, Bitter aftertaste just kind of sets you off. Yeah. This one has the aftertaste that makes you, again, as you said, wanting to come back for more and yeah. more and more. Yeah. Right? I, I've also seen some Czech Pilsners that are a lot darker than this. Yes. Um, and that maltiness is is a lot more upfront. Um, so this one, I think this is well done. This is kind of like a, a dialed down version of a Czech Pilsner maybe without so much maltiness. Kind of leaning in terms of that. It's easier, lighter drinking kind of aspect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's a good way of kind of explaining it, and I think uh, it makes it like really approachable. Oh, for sure. Which may or may not be Jack Armstrong. Oh, he seems pretty approachable. Yeah, you think so? He's like a nice guy. I mean, he's really loud at you know, all likes his, his like, things. Hey, likes his beer. It's yeah. craft beer. <laughs> it was a man. It's craft like beer. Oh, uh, he... 
uh, also the MGD, right? Or when, yeah. when they oh, used yeah. to sponsor it. MGD! <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, top five flavor profiles. You guys want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. Excellent. So the top five are actually the top two. Okay. Uh, we've got number one, Biscuity. Yep. Yeah, I got that for sure. Number two, Light Body. Yeah, it is It is light. Um, I, uh, maybe I'll, I'll throw out a couple there that, that I would say. I would go, like I said, easy drinking, carbonated. Um, Bready. Yeah, quaffable. Yeah, I was going to say, somebody's got a very good. Uh, clean crisp is also what I'd yeah, uh, throw in there. That's as good, well. yeah. yeah. Very good. Sure. That, and Pat Pat agrees with you with the uh, crisp. Yeah, of course good he job. does. Yeah. Pat, Pat always agrees with me. You know, it's, yeah. uh, I don't know only, that always. I'm the reason he's here. Wow. Let's be serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Came to see Brett. Yeah, a big Brett guy. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for me. Why would he be here? Right? Anyway. Yeah, for the beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Um, so, on, in, on tap, use your thoughts on this. Um, you know, there's not uh, many people who have checked this in. So, uh, Chris, you might as well give us one on the reviews, eh? Yes, Chris, I will. Why don't you give us a review, Chris? I will give you one from another Chris. No way. Yeah, Chris B. Uh, handle is Chris Bud, uh, or Buddy, I guess. Yeah, I think Buddy. Yeah. Both Buddy. On December 19th, 2023, said, To one of my favorite regulars, cheers, Jack. Only available in Ontario. And uh, Chris is from Lewiston, New York. So he's basically making a PSA for all his New York friends. Uh, yes. You can only get this in Ontario. Uh, but Chris did not give it a rating. Wow. And, uh, you know, just so you know, Jack Armstrong actually resides in Lewiston. Oh, that's York. right. Yes. Yeah. And I have been to Lewiston. I have also been to Lewiston. Had a brisket there once. I what? have driven through it. They got a bottle shop there. I went there. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good a decent you. brisket. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know anything about a brisket. I'm telling you about the bottle shop. Next time, Tyler and I are going to go to Lewiston instead of Paris, and we're going to get some brisket and go to a bottle shop. Brisket and brews. All right. Uh, I can feel like that is a brew pub that's coming up right now. <laughs> there it is. Um, there are no other reviews with this one, so let's just jump right into ours. Brett, you take it away, bud. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is, uh, I know we've overused the term quaffable, but it's actually a smooth, easy drinking uh, chick pills. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah. That's a that's that's a good call. Um, I am going to give it. I'm going to give it a four as well. Yeah, four. Okay. Sorry, oh, just just sippy sippy poo poo over there. <laughs> mid sip there. Um, I was going to go three seven five, but I think you guys convinced me. I'm going to go. We up did to such a, four. a such a great job of doing that. Yeah. yeah. You, Whew, twisted you, your arm. Yeah. I mean, hey, I didn't want to be left out, uh, but you know who did? Pat. Pat yeah. didn't mind being left out. Gave it a three. Oh, okay. you know, little bench warmer over there. Just. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, that gives us a score. No rounding needed of three point seven five. See, it all worked out. You got a three point seven five at the end of the day. Right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, so we should probably uh, swim upstream to uh, beer number two. So the second beer we're going to have is the Hazy Mariner. And apparently the beer is not from Seattle. Uh, you know what? I knew, I knew that was coming. Uh, yeah, no, no. It does say so water, water everywhere, though. Hopefully uh, <laughs> not. Aye, anyway, aye. it's a Hazy Pale Ale. It comes in at 5.3% ABV and 35 IBUs. Very nice. So this is a New England-style IPA. Um, they're often described as hazy and juicy. 
hazy due to the high protein malts that are used as well as the yeast, um, like their English house yeast, um, that do not flocculate as well as the standard American ale yeast. So we got uh, two types of yeast in here, fellas. We got quaffable and flocculate today. Yeah. Big English words. Flocculate wow. is an interesting word. Uh, so the Hazy Mariner, uh, again, this is their description, showcases a hint of grapefruit, decent floral and fresh, juicy, fruity, hot flavors and aromas. A refreshing hop-driven pale ale with moderate bitterness and low malt flavors preserving this easy drinkable pale ale. A deceptively soft, smooth, creamy mouthfeel gives way to a crisp, dry finish. Back to the dry finish, eh? Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into it, let's uh, take a look here at some untapped statistics. There are 3,077 check-ins, so a little bit more than the last one. A little bit. I would say a couple. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Usually it? we be like uh, do the other one first, like this one first, but you know, yeah. Producer Pat just saying, ah, patty right. cake, patty cake. <laughs> Not a baker's man. No, uh, with two yeast could be though. Um, so yeah, three thousand seventy-seven check-ins uh, with an overall rating of three point six seven. Uh, there are thirty-eight five out of fives, and unlike the last one, we have sixty-eight of our friends have had this. Yeah, that sounds more normal, right? More normal. Be more normal. More normal. All right. Grab that can. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is grabbed. All right. Grab that glass. Grabbed. Let's open her up. Oh, very nice. Very Opened nice. up. Yes. Oh, wow. Check, now, check, it, and check. I'm just going to say, if you look at the can art, it uh, looks like the... Uh, You're going to get to the can art first before yeah, we get to the glassware? Already, yeah. I am. What uh, the glassware? Well, I mean, I guess... The, the no, no, the like, slow down. We got a order of operations. I'm because they tie in with the exact same thing. Well, let Chris uh, give you a bit of a lead in here. Let yeah, him take you, you to the what? boat launch. take the lead. All right, so we're drinking this out of a pint glass again because this is a pale ale, but not just any pint glass. We are drinking this out of a Hazy Mariner branded pint glass. So uh, thanks again, Mike, for that. These are pretty exclusive. You can't get them everywhere. Just going to say that. Just from Mike's car. (laughs) (laughs) You got to meet a guy in a dark alley. Or in a parking lot in Paris. Stranger things have happened in a parking lot in Paris, I'm pretty sure. Oof. Brett, what, do you, what were you going to tie in so there? So I was going to say that the, uh, the uh, let's say, the Mariner, if you will. I will, yes. Uh, looks a little hazy. Looks like he might have had a couple pale ales into him. The semen there? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. We'll yeah. go with the semen, sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a couple. It Don't know like if he should be operating the boat. He's the captain of that ship, for sure. Uh, absolutely. He's got a pretty big bird, too. Yeah, big bird. Big seagull. Yeah. Ooh. I'm the captain now. I didn't realize you were a, uh, a bird connoisseur, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, seagull is not really connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're everywhere. You sure do know your birds. <laughs> <laughs> the common seagull. <laughs> really? Three for all Have you ever been to the beach? <laughs> Look at me. Look uh, at me. I, I actually will now. be one, one very, very soon. No, uh, like in Ontario. I will actually be one very, very soon. Just maybe... In a couple months. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not very, very soon. You just came back for what? That's true. Yeah. Must be nice. Yo. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Bagger. Um, all right. Well, you've talked about the can art uh, sufficiently well, I suppose. 
Should we talk about better, what better we than see? most? Better than most. Yes. Let's better. talk about what we see. Chris, what do you see? Well, I I see a hazy uh, beer here. This is definitely very hazy. Cannot see through it, unlike the uh, the buzzer beater. Uh, really nice color to it, actually. Uh, but again, uh, poured it with with a a decent amount of head, which has gone away pretty quickly. So been just pouring with the vigorous, just vigorously, a yes. vigor vigorous pour. Yes, that's what producer Pat told us to do. Is he did pour hard. Yeah. That's true. Pat uh, likes to pour. Yeah, Fife, you picking up anything different? Pretty much uh, the same. What are, you, what are you looking at? Yeah, I'm pretty similar to what uh, Chris has said. Nothing too much. It's kind of standing out for me yet. Uh, obviously. Um, I haven't tasted it yet, but uh, we shall see. Again, nostrils not firing at 100%. There's Chris again. Yeah, Chris is Ooh. just, his hands are flying all over the place. He almost dropped the beer with his, oh, his one no, cord. Oh, no, I didn't. Nah, you're doing a little Tony Hawk, little uh, <laughs> all, Ollie on the, on, the, on, the on the cord itself. I was like, he's going to 50-50 this, and it's going to go It's gonna go terribly. Uh, I would have liked to see a 920 instead. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, all right. So I think you guys got a down pat on uh, the visual and the, I see the what skull. you did there too, huh? Huh, Pat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, you did. Pat likes that. Yeah. yeah. Now he's just slapping himself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the patty cake, patty cake. Yeah, I was going to say yes. Uh, let's drink it, boys. All right, all right. All right. You both can get in it. I'll fill some time here with a, a little sea shanty. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, never mind. I, you guys already done your sips. I was this close to putting it out there, but well, I wasn't shotgunning it. No, no, it's, it's a We sip. should have that, though. We should do that one time where we just do, like, shotgun beer. <laughs> Not a craft beer. No. You have to be a no. very light lager. 12% stout, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll go Imperial down real stout. smooth. She'll go down, but she'll also come right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll, maybe I'll start this off. I, I'm getting a lot of citrus on this. Um, they, they mentioned grapefruit, but it's not necessarily the grapefruit that's coming through. Um, but definitely a lot of citrus uh, hits me right away. Yeah. Uh, and then some followed by some bitterness. No, I, I definitely agree. It's at, I, I can't exactly, um, maybe it's some stone fruit, perhaps. It's kind of okay, what, yeah. what I'm, I'm getting a little bit. But it is definitely that citrus, hazy, juice, bombish kind of uh, atmosphere yes. that is hitting my tongue currently and going down my esophagus. Uh, Tyler? Wow, that was descriptive. <laughs> uh, something I wish I could have done without. Um yeah, so kind of we talked about this beer a little bit and with different iterations kind of being more West Coasty um, into this East East kind of New England uh, style. So, um, yeah, I think kind of moving away from the pininess into the citrus kind of area, um, I, like, I like what it has. There were notes of floral that were also supposed to be mentioned, and uh, there goes your can, but nothing's in it this time. That a boy. Yeah, it's empty. Yes. Yeah, you took it down the old half. It's all in my glass. That's where it should be, uh, yeah. for now. Yes. And then it should be all down your esophagus. <laughs> yes, I've heard. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, good beer. I do uh, get some of that citrus uh, feeling to it, for sure. Yeah, and uh, I'm not getting as much dryness on this one as I was uh, on the buzzer beater, even though they mentioned dry uh, for this beer. Yeah, I get that. Pat is patting his hands together. Okay. Big fan of the beer. It's a clap. Oh, yeah, okay. Big fan. Yeah. Well, patting his hands together is a clap. That yeah, is correct. They, do, they do call that a clap. Yes, that is correct. Um, just so he's big fan. I like right. to see it. Yeah. Let's see it. You want to do the uh, five uh, flavor profiles? Well, you know what? That's what Pat is telling me to do. So why not? Um, number one, uh, hazy. Yeah, she's hazy. Yeah, yeah. Chris? Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, not necessarily a flavor, but it is a hazy beer, yes. Number two, citrusy. 
yeah, yeah. That, and yep. that was the first thing I mentioned. Uh, so yeah, be, that would be my number one. So I'm good. Not a big yeah. deal, but I'm pretty good at what I do. Uh, uh, yeah. I didn't yeah. see this yeah. before, so uh, it's, it's almost yeah. like uh, you've taken a course before. Yeah. And, uh, I've taken a course. Yeah, and, Pat yeah. didn't give me the sneak peek, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I would put that as my number yeah, one. Yeah, pr- pretty mid, bro. Yeah. Pretty mid. Uh, number three, juicy. <laughs> yes, it is yeah. juicy. Yeah, she's got some juice here. Okay, number four, floral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now that I'm hearing it, like I I understand that, but I, I, I mean I said it before. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like. Oh, but now you're hearing, I'm hearing, it, yeah. hearing yeah. it from like more than just you because it's like three thousand <laughs> check-ins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah. It's not necessarily something I would have thought of on my own without hearing it. But now that I hear it, I'm like, yeah. Now they hear it again. Thanks. So yeah, I do, I do pick up some of the the floral again. Um, the juicy comes through, and then kind of a floral um, as it, as it finishes out. Okay. Uh, number five, dank. Nah, uh, there's some dankness to it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I've I've had danker. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have that on my bingo card today. Um, <laughs> the one thing I will probably put in here, Producer Pat's kind of agreeing with me, is uh, smooth. Uh, the mouthfeel, you know, the, the typical ones that um, kind of uh, soft even. Yeah, soft. Um, it's Low a, mouth coating, yes. maybe? Because it does have like a soft finish. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've maybe taken a sip and it's just like, it just finishes nice and... Softly? Soft <laughs> and smooth. Pillowy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, pillowy's a good one. Pillowy. Oh. Look at that. Yeah, Pat's been agreeing with you a lot yeah. uh, today. That's why he's here. I told you. I know. He's here for you. Uh, all right. So, there are more people... That have had this beer on on top before. So why don't we see what a couple of them think? Tyler, you're up first. All right. I got the first one. And uh, their name and their handle are the same. And it is G Rant uh, on December 2nd, 2023, said the following. Sounds like me in Seattle. Good, but probably better, fresher than 623. I think is what he's saying here. Is that it would have been? It's if he would have had it sooner, might have been better. Yeah, that's you got it. Yep. Uh, Three point seven five out of five. Brett, you got uh, the the second one here. I've never been to Seattle. I do plan on changing that come uh, August, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll be hazy there. Who knows? Um, so the uh, next one comes from Gabe, and the handle is GBZ. Okay. Um, on February twenty first, two thousand twenty three. Um, I'm trying to decipher this um, review. Um, I don't know if I forgot to put an E beside the this episode. Uh, am I allowed to swear on this one or no? No. No. Okay. That's why there's asterisks. Yeah. Ah, yes. Try I did your it. best. Yeah, I did it. I F King did it. After digging this beer, I don't know if that's an actual word. Um, oh, dodging, I think it's supposed to be dodging. Yeah. Dodging. Dodging. That makes more sense. Yeah. So after dodging this beer in both real and bullet time, our past finally could be diverged no more. Alas, we are one. Better than expected. Had some nice fingering bitterness. Uh, lingering. <laughs> <laughs> lingering. Uh, the screen, so, <laughs> screen so far away. Sorry the, about that. Yeah, the reading, after you said you couldn't put an E on this thing for explicit, we <laughs> might have to have that comment there. Are remember, when I, remember when I said that? <laughs> yeah, you can read. I did a good job reading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you might be a little lazy there, fella, and you're not even in Seattle. Uh, yeah. So oh he God. gave it a 3.5 yes, yes. out of that, 5. That, that they did. Oh my goodness gracious! Great balls of fire! 
You know, oh when boy. you put an L and an I together, sometimes the, the L might, yeah. No, you're, no. you're. Good, good try. Yeah, that's you're just, on your own there, fella. That's just a whiff. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like Seattle. Yeah. There you go. All right, so uh, I'll start off our ratings. Um, I am going to give this one, for sure, I'm giving it a 3.75. So I had this one back in 2021. Um, I gave it a 3.5 at the time. I'm going to shoot it a little further up and go with 3.75. Okay. Very good. Very good. I am going to come in at a 3.5. And uh, producer Patty Cake Patty Cake is going to give it um, a 3.5. Um, also to note, had it in 2021. You guys must have been together. That's why you're here again. Yeah, probably. Um, yep. And give it the 3.5 at that time as well. So, three, uh, three point se- or 3.75 times 2, and then 3.5 times 2 as well. Should give us, what, 3.625? Oh, wow. That's right. Yeah, well, it should be, because it's really just <laughs> take a 3.75 and a 3.5 and divide them by divide 2. Divide them by 2, and yeah. I, I think... Pretty sure we've had a score like this before. We've had two 3.75s and two 3.5s. I don't think you had the math on so I just, you just recall back to previous episodes and figured it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we've done this enough, right? So we, we kind of know. But, but yes, you still round up anyway. Yes, we will round it up to 3.75. That concludes the review of Nine Poets and the beers that they provided for today's episode. And coming up, we're going to spill our hearts out and talk about Valentine's Day. All right, we're back, and uh, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day, guys. Um, I was I was looking back at our previous episodes, and we we've hit kind of like the major holidays, but we haven't hit Valentine's Day. The majors of all. <laughs> I was going to say because it's not a major holiday, but okay. Okay, well, now. well, we know we know your thoughts. So, then. am I supposed to spill the beans of yesterday? Yeah, like just uh, oh. you, you know, like. A lot of men, maybe maybe uh, we're doing Valentine's Day after Valentine's Day because you forget, and then you you know you say, "Oh, I forgot it was Valentine's Day." Because Someone... some people have like four or five jobs, right? It's really right, tough to figure right. out. Yeah, good so they, reenactment, though. They might yeah. be working till like eight thirty at night. The Not... role the role playing was spot on. Right. Sometimes you're like. Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> oh, no. Johnny at work oh. said that it was Valentine's yeah. Day. He was oh, like, no. oh, my God, it was. Oh, we just God. listened to Jack Armstrong say, hello. <laughs> yeah. Get that garbage out of here. <laughs> so uh, we, we thought we'd just touch on it a little bit. Uh, so all four of us uh, are married men, right? So uh, we kind of have some experience with Valentine's Day. I don't think you need to be married to have experience with Valentine's Day. I'm just saying. I don't. No, but I, I mean, hey, okay. Uh, anyways. I'm still on a rookie contract. If you, Is that right? <laughs> if we're talking yeah. Valentine's Days, yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll just maybe start with traditions. Like if we have any sort of Valentine's traditions and if it's kind of evolved over the course of your relationship. Because, you know, sometimes the longer you're together, the less you might <laughs> put effort into it, uh, maybe. Uh, so basically for myself, I'll go first. Uh, the Valentine's nowadays is really just kind of like card from the, from the drugstore and maybe some chocolates. Um, but you know, back in the day at the beginning, what what do you get your wife? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what I get her. Um, but you know, back in the day, it used to be a little bit more elaborate, right? Maybe go out for dinner, maybe, uh, (laughs) 
maybe a bigger present than just a you know a little piece of chocolate. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, your words. A couple of eighteen-year-old boys here. <laughs> hey, good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. Who wants to go next? I don't. <laughs> Okay, I'll go next. I'll go. I'll keep it simple. Yeah. Um, great. Hey, kudos to you. I think that is uh, nice. I think that's uh, really great. Oh, do you? I do. Um, the last time that I really kind of celebrated a full line like Valentine's Day uh, was yesterday. Was <laughs> ooh, um, 2005, I think. Uh, so a couple of years I'm ago. I'm just trying to do the math here. Yeah, I yeah, made no. you but sixteen. Okay, I'm a grandmother. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not a big Valentine's Day guy. And the one Valentine's Day that I was actually kind of celebrating with a girlfriend at the time, I ended up in the hospital with some heart thing going on. So I just like from then on out, I was like, you know, this the whole thing's stupid. Little Leona Lewis bleeding love, good times. Yeah, so it was like a whole thing. I was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not there, and we'll get to some of that a little bit later on. I think you have a, a follow-up question, but so yeah. I don't really do the whole Valentine's Day thing. I think one day is a little bit silly. So, so what I normally do for Valentine's Day is I go if it's between Monday and Friday, I go to work. Um, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. And then when and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Chris, you you give your wife something small. <laughs> and then what I'll do is I'll come home. Uh, we'll have dinner. Yeah. And then um, you know put our daughter to bed. And then, <laughs> this is going south real fast. And then probably just go to bed and go to sleep. And then we look at the next day. So, you guys, you guys, it's a normal so it's day. a busy, busy day then. Yes, it's a busy, normal <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, in yeah you life. went to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what I'm hearing, do you do like heat ups or do you, do you do like a. <laughs> Fair, or, or oh, yeah, thank you. Or do you do like a a, a dinner? Like, like do you actually make out? the food? Well, I don't make the food. No, no. okay, yeah. Just with confidence, he says that. <laughs> Unless, like, does making a food consider like putting like something like matzo sticks from the freezer in an air fryer? Because yeah, damn I mean, right, I am chef, <laughs> chef boy with a kiss. D. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, what else do you got? Well, Pat, um, he exchanges some minor gifts. Uh, with his wife, uh, maybe some chocolate hearts from Rio Thompson. Uh, doesn't spend uh, as much now as previously. Uh, might do a special dinner, go out for dinner somewhere. So, yeah. doesn't, you know, have, doesn't have the funds now. Hopeless romantic. Yeah, mortgages. Let me tell you. <laughs> what, what else? Yeah, there's sharpshooting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any kind of general thoughts on Valentine's Day as a, and I put this in quotes, holiday, um, because, you know, it's not really a holiday. Like you mentioned, Brett, you go to work, um, so you don't get the day off. Uh, so I guess it's not really a holiday. Personally, I don't necessarily hate it. I don't love it. Um, I think it's nice to kind of have like a date where you can kind of at least dedicate to giving some thought to your partner. It's um, called your anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> good, good call. Okay, Mal- got you on that. Hey, Valentine's Day in February, anniversary in October, so I get one every half. Hey, of the hey, year. hey, same there. Yeah, I got so you. There you go. I get you there. That's good that you get one yeah. every half the year. Yeah. 
It's like a half Christmas, you know. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good for there you. There you go. Um, so, I mean, I don't think it's something that you need to necessarily go all out for, but I think it's nice to do a little something. Yeah. So, uh, to kind of dovetail off that, you know, dovetail, yeah. right? It's a oh, oh, right, because I'm a bird connoisseur. Yeah. You yeah. should know that one. Yeah. 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 I know. The, I, I know the doves. Yeah. yeah. You got the doves. Anyways. Um, I think it is very gimmicky. Um, I think it is just kind of a, a another lame excuse to do something for commercialization. Um, I don't really see the purpose to it. If you say you love somebody, usually you probably say it maybe twice a day, you know, at least, you know, once in the morning, once at but night. But a third time on Valentine's Day. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> really treat her something special. She's going to like That's it. That's the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Whoop, whoop. Um, so yeah, not, I'm not like overly invested in it. I, I think it is just kind of silly. Um, but maybe it's cause I'm a cold hearted, emotionless, uh, beep, beep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's pretty true. Uh, for me, um, you know, good for Hallmark for making a crap ton of money. Um, and the days leading up to the holiday, quote unquote, cause it's not really a holiday. Um, yeah, it's just, um, another day that happens in the year. For me, uh, maybe for my wife, it might be something different. Uh, but for me, it is February 14th, and the day after is the 15th, which is when this episode is released. That is true. So if you're listening to this on um, uh, release day, um, happy February 15th. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, well, Pat, kind of in the same boat as you, Tyler. Uh, more of a Hallmark gimmick than a holiday. Didn't so. we just call this guy a hopeless romantic? Yeah, <laughs> he gave a little bit of uh, contradicting answers there. Yes. But Give uh, us the most amount of gifts, but uh, it's just another day. You know what? Yeah. I think he's playing the system. I think he's got this figured out. Yeah. You know, uh, just a little dabble-dabble, and you know, it's commercialization. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to know is, what does he do for family day? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out in a few days. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. All right, well, that's enough... Uh, Valentine's Day talk, I think. So uh, we'll hit you with our farewells. All right. That's all for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening. Every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite Seattle Mariner. Wow, a Valentine's Day special, and he throws that out. I thought we would get something special for the old We just wife. said no. that nobody celebrates <laughs> other God's I love it. So from all of us and producer Pat, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris, and together we're the craft beer connoisseurs. <laughs>